0: Whether we're aware of it or not, and whether we like it or not, one of the most common sins that we commit is the sin of comparison. It's a sin that it's really at the foundation of the reaction of the servants in today's gospel. Now, I call it the sin of comparison, uh, a little bit in quotes. Uh, is it always a sin in and of itself? I would not say so. Uh, it wouldn't be a mortal sin in and of itself for sure. But it is often at the root, it's often at the source and the foundation of a whole host of other problems that we can encounter in our spiritual lives. So for example, if we compare ourselves to others and see ourselves as better than others, then we judge others and can fall into the sin of pride. If we compare ourselves to others by contrast and see us as less than others, then it's very easy for us to become envious. And certainly thinking that we are not enough or that what God has given us isn't enough compared to what other people have can bring with it a whole host of problems as well. All of these examples have their root in comparing ourselves with others on spiritual terms. This is something I've known throughout my life in various times might strike you as a little bit difficult to believe, but seminary, especially early on, could be an environment of comparison with others. Who was the earliest or the last to chapel in the morning? I won't tell you which end of the spectrum I was on for that, other than to say it was, it was on, the, it was on the, la- the latter side. It, of course it was. Um, who's on time for class? I was always on time for class, though. That part was good. Um, but there are many other environments in life that are often like this. We create internal pecking orders and power rankings for everything in life. From fantasy football to our workplaces, our teams to our friend groups, even Christmas morning among siblings. Uh, Certainly that was something that we would think about maybe internally when we got done opening up all of our presents. And even occasionally I'll text my siblings about moving up in the family power rankings for various things. It's so common for us to compare ourselves to others. And part of it is is a little bit natural for us as human beings. We want there to be order. We want there to be hierarchy. It helps us to be able to make sense of things. And we apply it a lot in various elements of life. But today's gospel is a reminder for us that we cannot live by comparison when it comes to our relationship with God and as members of the body of Christ. We can look at all these workers in the vineyard, working for various uh, time frames, various lengths of time throughout the day, especially the ones who had been working a long time, complaining about the others around them. Oh, they'd only worked a couple of hours and were still given the usual daily wage. And really, I look at these workers that were complaining with a great deal of pity. Because at the end of the day, they only see their relationship with the landowner as one of power, status, an exchange of goods and services, rather than love. And it is so true, brothers and sisters, that comparison very rarely leads to love. Scorekeeping very rarely leads to love. In fact, it can often be quite the opposite. Think of the vocation of marriage. There's a lot of scorekeeping going on. It's probably not a very healthy relationship. And even just in other areas of life, if if all we care about is where we stand in relation to others, then it is difficult for us to understand how we are loved and how we are to love others. And so comparison and scorekeeping, at the end of the day, they prevent us from entering into loving relationship. And that is what this landowner wants for the people working for him. And this is a beautiful image, of course, of the kingdom of God. Our God wants our relationship with him to be free of comparison, both between us and him and among one another here on earth. So we know there are many, many members of the body of Christ all contributing in our own ways to building up that body, both on earth and hopefully in heaven. And it would be a tragedy if the splendor of that mystical body was diminished by human pettiness. Wondering why God gave certain gifts or talents to others, but not to us. Or maybe wondering why some people don't seem to contribute as much of their time, their talent, or their treasure as much as others. If this is what we are fixated on, it is not good for us and not conducive to a loving relationship with God. This point was driven home at a wonderful talk at the Sikh conference earlier this year. A priest by the name of Monsignor Jim Shea from North Dakota Give gave a wonderful talk to the men at this conference, and he said quite simply, compare yourself to yourself. God might need other people to be smart and good-looking to do his will and to fulfill his plans. You could do it by being ugly and dumb as a brick. I knew he wasn't talking about me, so I could laugh. <laughs> of course, I'm not talking about any of you as well. It was, but it was actually very reassuring for me. Um, but let's apply this to our gospel today, shall we? God might have wanted or he might have needed some of those people to work longer in the vineyard than others. Or maybe our God may have desired some to work for less of a time. We do not know. Either way, though, they are all working in the vineyard. They are members of that family, members of a, of a body that's greater than just their individual selves. It's the greatest privilege of all, for all of us in particular, as members of the body of Christ. And to get hung up on such small details as that, at the end of the day, they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. Our God's ways are higher than our ways. His his wisdom is infinitely greater than ours. And so often we approach our faith, whether it's as members of a parish or the church, or even our relationship with God as one of bean counting. But don't count beans with God because he sure as heck doesn't count beans with us. And we should be grateful for it if we think about it. I think this is an important thing for us to consider this weekend in particular as we celebrate Catholic stewardship, of us giving of ourselves for the good of our parish and for the church at large. There is no room for comparison in stewardship, brothers and sisters. There is only room for gift. Stewardship begins with seeing everything we have as a great gift from our God, not something that we created for ourselves. And because we have been bequeathed and given such a generous amount of gifts, we are compelled out of gratitude to pour ourselves out as a gift. A gift for God and a gift for those around us. This weekend in particular, we recognize and celebrate all the many ways our parish as a whole pours itself out for others and for the glory of God. But also it's an opportunity for us individually to reassess where we give of ourselves to our parish and see, where it is our gifts can best be used to serve our wider community. So if we're only focused on comparing ourselves to others, our eyes are taken away from Christ at the end of the day, where they, should, where they should be, where they should be fixed, where our eyes should always be. So if we struggle with comparing ourselves with others, let us pray for the Holy Spirit to root out that spirit from our hearts and see our lives and our stewardship to God as a gift given to God and others, and see everything bestowed upon us by our God as a gift from the depths of his most loving heart.